Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 56, part 3, Parents with Intellectual and Developmental Disabilities, Interventions and Supports. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This is the third of a three-part series about parents with intellectual and developmental disabilities. In this section, the literature on interventions and support programs for parents with intellectual disabilities is reviewed. Introduction. Terminology. This research review uses the terms intellectual disability and intellectual and developmental disabilities, IDD, to describe individuals who have low IQ scores and deficits in daily living skills. Intellectual disability and IDD replace other terms such as mental retardation. Societal views of parenting with intellectual disabilities are typically negative. Children of parents with intellectual disabilities are often assumed to be at risk of maltreatment, delayed development, and or behavior and well-being issues. In reality, children of parents with IDD demonstrate a diverse range of functioning, and evidence is mixed as to whether these children demonstrate higher risks of issues related to development, behavior, or well-being than peers. Intellectual disabilities do not inevitably cause parenting difficulties. However, the disability may make it difficult for the parent to learn information, make decisions, and or complete tasks such as operating household appliances or navigating a new bus route. Parents with IDD often also experience social, health, and economic disadvantages that, along with the limitations inherent to the disability, can create parenting difficulties. These parents tend to exhibit high stress levels, especially when social support is lacking, and a higher-than-expected likelihood of child welfare involvement and of placement of their children in out-of-home care. However, not all parents with IDD experience the same types of issues. The skills, circumstances, and support needs of parents with intellectual disabilities vary widely. Early studies about supports for parents with IDD were published starting in the 1980s, driven by an interest in understanding whether these individuals could be taught necessary parenting skills. These programs focused on teaching concrete skills such as diapering or feeding, as well as broader concepts like parent-child interactions. Most commonly, these interventions used individualized behavioral coaching or group teaching approaches, but self-instruction, assistive technology, counseling or family teaching, and specialized daycare interventions have also been discussed. More recently, research has begun to explore the social environmental adversities that impact parental well-being and ability of parents with intellectual disabilities. Several studies have found relationships between parental psychosocial well-being, quality of social support, and parenting behavior in this population. As mothers with IDD often experience high levels of stress, isolation, and mental health issues, supportive interventions have been developed to address these concerns. By enhancing parent coping and building community connections, these types of programs aim to indirectly improve parent capacity and child well-being. This research review will summarize the available research on both types of programs for parents with intellectual disabilities, both skills training interventions and psychosocial supports. Research questions. The following two research questions were formulated to guide the remainder of this research review. One, which approaches are effective for increasing parenting skills of parents with intellectual disabilities? Two, which approaches are effective for improving well-being of parents with intellectual disabilities? Methods matter. 
Both of these are effectiveness questions. Effectiveness questions aim to determine the impact of a program, treatment type, or approach. Randomized control trials, RCTs, systematic reviews, and meta-analyses are required to answer these questions. Longitudinal or cross-sectional studies are not able to answer effectiveness questions. Which approaches are effective for increasing the skills of parents with intellectual disabilities? FAQs. What strategies or types of programs are helpful for parents with intellectual disabilities who need assistance with parenting? Can these parents learn the skills necessary to parent well? Maurice Feldman conducted a systematic review of the first generation of peer-reviewed studies about interventions for parents with intellectual disabilities, that is, studies published between 1983 and 1994. These early programs used a variety of teaching approaches to target skills such as basic child care, like bathing and diapering, parent-child interactions, home hygiene, and safety. Feldman found that parents with IDD improved their parenting skill when appropriate training was provided. Based on these findings, three key evidence-informed strategies for teaching skills to parents with intellectual disabilities were discussed. Interventions were most effective when they a. occurred in the parent's home or the environment where the parent was to use the skill, b. focused on skill performance instead of focusing on knowledge or abstract reasoning, and c. used positive behavioral teaching strategies, including modeling, practice, feedback, and praise. Wade, Llewellyn, and Matthews conducted a follow-up systematic review of the studies published between 1994 and 2008. This review added that individualized home-based programs were more effective than less intensive programs, like self-instructional manuals. In individualized approaches, parents learned and maintained the skills. However, Many of the studies in this review did not assess whether skills were generalized across settings, nor the influence of contextual factors like families' income. Other recent systematic reviews have confirmed earlier findings that individualized skills trainings interventions for parents with intellectual disabilities are generally effective. One particularly rigorous review, published originally in 2011 and then updated in 2018, reviewed only RCTs. The review concluded that training interventions for parents with IDD improved parental knowledge and skills. However, the researchers had concerns about the overall quality of the literature and recommended that larger-scale RCTs with stricter controls be conducted in order to limit the risk of bias. Effective Parent Training Programs Interventions to train parents with IDD are diverse in program structure, teaching approaches, and duration. Some interventions are as short as four to five weeks, some as long as three years. Shorter programs tend to focus on specific, concrete skills, whereas longer programs focus on broader topics. One of the most rigorously tested parent training interventions is the Home Learning Program, HLP, which is a three-month home-based program designed to teach parents how to recognize and respond appropriately to childhood health issues, home dangers, and emergencies. The HLP was delivered weekly in the parent's home and incorporated individualized naturalistic coaching along with illustrated lesson booklets. Parents in the study were randomized to either receive the HLP program, home visits only with no teaching component, social services as per usual, with or without lesson booklets only, without a teaching component. When compared to parents in the other three conditions, parents who received the full HLP program had better knowledge of household risks and greater skills to address these issues. 
Parents who received the HLP intervention were also more likely to maintain this knowledge at three months following training. Recent studies have added to the behavioral teaching approach using assistive technology or other innovative approaches. Hodes and colleagues, for example, incorporated video feedback into a home intervention. Results showed improved positive parent-child interaction and sensitive discipline for the parents who had the least independent life skills in the study. This suggests that video feedback could be a helpful option for parents who struggle to benefit from other approaches. Parent Training Programs in Canada Programs to teach parenting skills to parents with intellectual disabilities have been developed and evaluated in several provinces across Canada. Researchers in Ontario were among the first worldwide to establish the effectiveness of parent training through research on individualized, behaviorally-based interventions published in the 1980s and 1990s. These interventions were successful in teaching parents with IDD basic childcare skills like feeding, remedying, diaper rash, and home safety, as well as parent-child interaction skills to promote positive child development. In addition to behavioral interventions, Feldman and other colleagues have also found early evidence to support the use of self-instructional audiovisual materials. In one study, 96% of participants learned child care and safety skills using only audiovisual manuals and occasional verbal reminders. Some maintained the skills up to 3.5 years after initial training. With more intensive support, like coaching and prompting, the remaining parents were also successful in learning these skills. Further research is needed to confirm whether this approach is as effective as more intensive interventions. Modified Mainstream Parenting Programs Adaptations to mainstream parenting programs, that is, parent programs to assist with general parenting issues, may offer a readily available alternative to specialized interventions for parents with intellectual disabilities. Glazemakers and Debuté, for example, modified the popular Triple P Positive Parenting Program to accommodate the needs of parents with intellectual disabilities. The modifications included covering the material at a slower pace and with longer sessions than the standard program, increased leader-participant contact between sessions, including home visits instead of the standard phone calls between the later sessions to discuss progress, and lastly, verbal reflection of successes and challenges each week instead of having parents complete the between-session homework assignments in the standard Triple P workbook. These adaptations were based on the recommendations for flexible Triple P program delivery by Mazzicelli and Sanders. The modified Triple P version used only adaptations that were deemed low-risk, or those unlikely to impact the overall effectiveness of the program. While the methodologies in the adapted Triple P study cannot determine whether this program was more or less effective than other interventions for parents with intellectual disabilities, the parents in this study remained consistently engaged through the program and reported high levels of satisfaction with the material. Thinking critically. Do you see parent skills training programs as a viable alternative to out-of-home placements for children and families led by a parent or parents with intellectual disabilities? Why or why not? Which approaches are effective at improving the well-being of parents with intellectual disabilities? FAQs. Are there interventions that improve family functioning for parents with intellectual disabilities that do not involve direct teaching of parenting skills? What other types of supports are useful to these parents? Programs to support the well-being and social support of parents with IDD are more recently developed than the skills training programs, 
and therefore have fewer studies evaluating their efficacy. Considering the support group studies for parents with IDD included in this review, all of them described ways in which the programs improved the well-being and or social relationships of the participants. Findings from these studies should be interpreted cautiously, as there is not enough rigorous research evidence on these programs or their impact on parenting capacity, child development, and or child welfare outcomes to make any definitive conclusions about their effectiveness. Effective Psychosocial Support Programs In the UK, a 14-week educational and social group program for parents with IDD was found to improve social awareness and enhance interpersonal relationships. Out of 22 parents in this intervention, 12 participated in the weekly group program and received weekly home visiting. The remaining 10 parents served as a control group and were received home visiting only. The results showed that parents who received the group intervention plus home visiting gained a more positive sense of self-concept than did the parents who received home visiting only. Further, once the formal group programming ended, parents in the group program successfully created an informal support system amongst themselves, providing one another with ongoing support and friendship. Although an effective social support program, the group involvement did not improve the parents' relationships with their children or their expectations of their children. Other social support and well-being programs have demonstrated positive results in Australia, the UK, and Canada for mothers with intellectual disabilities. Psychosocial Support Programs Within Canada In Alberta, McConnell and colleagues evaluated a flexible 8-10 to week group intervention for mothers with intellectual disabilities, called the Supported Learning Program, or SLP. This program was evaluated using a mixed-methods pre-post-test approach. The findings showed that, following completion of the SLP, mothers' psychosocial well-being was improved, and mothers reported significantly lower levels of stress than they did prior to the program. Participants also reported enjoying the opportunities to connect to and learn from and support other mothers. One important note, however, is that without a control group or randomization to different conditions, it is not possible to rule out other potential explanations outside the programs that reduce the mother's stress. McLean and Onos evaluated a weekly three-year group program for parents with IDD in Quebec. The groups aimed to serve both as an educational program and as a social-emotional support to parents. The educational component covered a diverse and comprehensive range of childcare and parenting topics over the three years of the program. Benefits of this program included high levels of parental satisfaction and positive feedback from caseworkers, who reported improved parent-child interactions, increased parenting confidence and competence, and improved social support and connection. All of these outcomes are parent or worker reported, however, and therefore may be prone to bias. More rigorous research is needed to determine whether this group improved long-term parental functioning, parental capacity, and or child well-being. Thinking critically. Do you see a benefit in referring parents to IDD to these types of programs? What factors would make you more or less likely to refer a parent to a social support group? Practice considerations. Parents with intellectual disabilities are a diverse but vulnerable group. In addition to limited skills and restricted social supports, parents with IDD have increased risks of experiencing other adversities that may negatively impact their well-being and parenting behavior. These adversities include financial hardship and or unemployment, stress and mental health issues, physical health issues, including poor pregnancy care and poor pregnancy outcomes, 
lack of access to appropriate health care, community exclusion and stigma, and histories of abuse. Although the amount and type of support required will differ for each family, the following recommendations have been developed as a starting point to guide professionals who work with parents with IDD. Recognize that each family is unique and adapt service provision accordingly. This includes avoiding generalized assumptions about the capacity or incapacity of the parenting abilities of individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Acknowledge the parents as centrally important to their child's life. It is important to ensure that parents with IDD are valued in their role as parents. Mothers with IDD have reported feeling undervalued or usurped in their parenting role by others who intend to help. Sometimes help involves people overtaking the parenting role or making the mother feel that she cannot contribute meaningfully to raising her child. Mothers have reported feeling more accepting of help when the helper values the mother and her role as the parent. Use accessible language and ensure that communication is clear. When talking to parents with IDD, use clear language and avoid jargon. Be aware that it may take parents more time to process information and respond than some other parents. Check for parent understanding using either or questions or having the parent explain concepts in their own words. Whereas yes-no type questions, such as do you understand, can sometimes elicit empty yes responses. Questions that use an either-or format, such as is this good or bad, can more accurately assess understanding. Remind parents that it is okay to answer I don't know. Assess parental strengths and challenges through direct observation. Direct assessment allows workers to get both a realistic view of the parent's skills as well as to appreciate any environmental factors that may be influencing their skill performance. It is important to consider the parent's life skills, family history, and support or access to resources in order to gain a fulsome view of their capacity to parent. Consider the supports used by parents with ITD as a normal part of parenting. Parents both with and without disabilities routinely rely on formal supports like childcare providers, house cleaning services, tutoring or meal delivery services, as well as informal supports like grandparents and neighbors. Consider the formal and informal supports used by parents with IDD as positive indicators of interdependence instead of indicators of parental incapacity. Be responsive to the parent's priorities and concerns. Consider that the priorities of parents may not always align with the priorities of service providers. Parents may perceive their greatest barriers and support needs as different from the people around them, including their partners or caseworkers. Be sensitive to these differences and work collaboratively to, dis- to resolve discrepancies. Collaborate with other service providers. Ideally, support for parents with intellectual disabilities should be delivered on a flexible and long-term basis. While long-term support may not be possible for professionals in a child welfare capacity, it may be possible to collaborate with other service providers who can offer this type of support. Provinces and territories across Canada are responsible for providing services to adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. In Ontario, adults with a developmental disability who live independently or semi-independently can access an Adult Protective Support Worker, or an APSW, through their local Developmental Services Ontario office, the DSO. 
APSWs are voluntary supports that can advocate on behalf of the individual, provide case management, support service navigation, and directly support individuals to achieve their goals and gain life skills. In the case where the client is also a parent, these types of service providers can assist in developing supports for both the children and parents, including referrals to programs to enhance parenting capacity. Other provinces have comparable publicly funded service systems. In Toronto, Surrey Place Centre offers the Parent Enhancement Program, PEP, PEP, a program dedicated to providing long-term flexible support to parents with intellectual disabilities based on the earlier research by Feldman and colleagues. Other communities may offer similar programs. Provide or refer parents to effective parent training. Whether referring parents to programs to increase their skill set or directly providing skills training, workers can consider the following recommendations to ensure effective service provision. Consider the parent's strengths, skills, and readiness to learn. It is important to normalize the parent's need for support. Provide reassurance that every parent needs to learn these skills. It is also important to individualize programs to parents' current skill set and pace of learning. Too much information will be overwhelming, but overly repetitive or slow teaching can be perceived as condescending. Respect individual learning styles, preferences, and personalities. Use positive teaching strategies. Focus on concrete skills and achievable goals. Teach parents in the environment where the skill will actually be used. This is usually the home environment. Provide systematic, step-by-step instructions accompanied by demonstrations or modeling. Ensure opportunities for the parent to practice the skill and receive constructive feedback. Provide positive reinforcement and praise that is specific to the parent's behavior. Use illustrated materials, pictures, and or audiovisual aids whenever possible. Be creative to overcome distractions. For example, consider scheduling home training when other children or adults in the home are napping or at school in order to minimize distractions. Consider factors outside the parent's control that might influence their success with learning these skills. For example, living in an environment where they can't control the home. Provide or refer parents to psychosocial support groups. Psychological well-being and psychosocial functioning impact the parenting behavior and capacity of parents with IDD. Consider seeking or creating programs and providing referrals to parent support groups specific to parents with intellectual disabilities or other complex needs. Although some mothers with IDD will have family supports, service providers, or other supports, many are socially isolated. One Canadian study found that when comparing mothers who did or did not have custody of their children, the main difference between the two groups was that the mothers who had more community connections were more likely to have maintained custody of their children. Service providers can play an active role in supporting mothers to build social connections and create stronger social support networks. Consider other barriers to family well-being. Consider how societal attitudes and other circumstances of these families' lives may create additional barriers that negatively impact a parent's ability to parent effectively. Workers can provide referrals to connect parents with intellectual disabilities to appropriate supports such as therapeutic counseling, access to basic resources like food banks, housing, and diapers, disability-specific support services like employment, life skills, or service navigation, 
and advocacy, case management, and other referrals as required. Thinking critically. What referrals would you typically make when supporting a family with complex needs? Are there services or resources missing from this list? Supports for workers and professionals. Supporting families led by a parent or parents with intellectual disabilities is complicated and often stressful. Workers navigate complex barriers and balance the children and parents' needs, often under the pressure of limited timeframes or limited information. When interviewed, social workers and other professionals who support parents with IDD identify numerous training needs for themselves that would help to better support these families. With this in mind, workers and organizations can engage in positive coping strategies and peer support and ensure that this is prioritized as part of the organizational culture. Invest in competence-based training to improve workers' ability to support families led by a parent or parents with IDD. Conclusion This particle reviewed the existing literature of interventions to support parents with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Two main intervention categories emerged. Skills training programs to increase parenting skills and social support programs to improve parents' psychosocial functioning. Skills-based trainings for parents with IDD have been studied in several RCTs and systematic reviews, results of which show that there are several effective parent training programs for this group of parents. Individualized and positive behaviorally-based programs delivered in the parents' homes are the most effective. Training programs should focus on parental skill performance instead of abstract knowledge. Social support programs are more newly developed and, as a result, have fewer studies evaluating their effectiveness. However, the published studies so far demonstrate positive results. Group-based programming has shown promising results to alleviate isolation, improve parent self-concept, and facilitate the development of informal social support systems for parents with intellectual disabilities. Further large-scale, randomized, and controlled studies are needed to evaluate both skills training and social support programs for parents with intellectual disabilities. Areas that are particularly lacking in the literature are studies about the generalization of learned skills from parent training programs, the contextual factors that improve or impede parent success with interventions, and information about fathering with intellectual disabilities in general. Practice considerations to promote individualized skills training and group-based psychosocial support programs were provided. Practice considerations specific to a. Assessing biases in child welfare practice and b. Making evidence-informed decisions about children from families led by a parent with IDD can be found in the other two particles in the Parents with Intellectual and Developmental Disabilities series. These particles are available on the Parkcast website or as other episodes in the Parkcast series. You have been listening to the Parkcast series, episode 56, part 3. Parents with Intellectual and Developmental Disabilities, Interventions and Supports. The Partcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a Canadian membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information, visit www.partcanada.org.